Christmas, yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Yes, back for another week. I'm not sure people know we're on yet here. They do, Tone. Do they, they do. Small pockets are aware. Oh, good, because they will today after we've uh, rewritten the national anthem. Finally. Amanda Vanstone's had a crack. Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? And why shouldn't Crazy Frog? Oh, has he done one? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. All right. It's polyphonic. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out why that guy got a pie in the face in the wave. Oh, really? Got the scoop. We'll also have a full list of the uh, Mexican wave fatalities over the weekend. <laughs> what would you do all the time if you could? There we go. Uh, that's apparently a segment. And what's happened with Bessie Bardot? She's dumped rich and moved her sex train <laughs> on somewhere else. Oh, look, there's a Marsland factor, I'm guessing. <laughs> Ross Noble is oh, here. Oh, yeah. For the whole second hour, that oh, means... Yeah. Yeah. Usual facts will be floated. There's so much right. to get through. Uh, we could pretty much fill the show with this introduction, so we won't do that. What did a doctor give a stripper? We'll find out. It's all coming up on the newly blown out. Get this. This is a long process, one that will take days and possibly weeks. Echo Beach, that's Martha, assisted, as always, by the muffins here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Myself, Tony Martin, <laughs> back for another week. There's Ed Cavalier, too. Hi, I, I, the muffins. <laughs> Tough gig. I'm, I'm starting a band. All right, Martha, I'll be in it. You're uh, going to be a muffin. Oh. That was about a year before you were born. Yeah, really? And yeah. what about pushing the buttons? Richard Martha. Big round for yourself, Rich. And there are actually two Marthas in that group. Martha. Really? Yeah, not just one. So, But one of them had to go under as a muffin. It was a Martha explosion. <laughs> That's true. Where would we have been if he'd been poached by the shebang? We wouldn't have known that. <laughs> Broadcasting live from next door to the haunted studio. There it is, still going. It's getting louder, it's lurking, uh, lurking with intent. I love getting... how we look at it. When, when that sound effect gets played, we all look at it to see if it's doing anything. It's just police tape across and uh, a few chalk outlines. <laughs> what about Amanda Vanstone? She's rewritten our national anthem. Was she is this, Has she got a contract? Like, well, has she finished yes. at the, you know, in the in the parliament and then got a deal with, with Sony BMG or something? You're pretty much on the money. That's exactly what You're it kidding. says. Senator Vanstone has had her lyrics recorded by an opera Australia singer and has submitted to Sony BMG, Australia's biggest record company. You were right. Right on. I gotta get a job in AR or something. <laughs> She's applied to a record company. So what's she done? So what are her words? Well, what, what have we got? for what's six she got? years, former cabinet well. minister Amanda Vanstone has been working on a secret project to write a serious song to make Australians feel proud of their country. Wasn't any government business to do in those six years, <laughs> Amanda? No, Not I don't know any, where she uh, found time. Pressing issues at all? <laughs> it's hard to find a word to rhyme with detention centre. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> So true. The song which she stresses is not intended to replace or rival Advance Australia Fear is designed to be played alongside Walsing Matilda and Hey True Blue as Aussie classics. I decided... What about We're the Voice? It's another one. <laughs> so she, she, hang on a second. She's trying to put herself above You're the Voice. Well, that's what it says. Gee, she's a tough call. Says Amanda, I decided we needed another song of Gravitas... <laughs> because at school functions and things, once you've sung Advance Australia Fair, there is not another Gravitas song. Why do you need another one? Isn't one song um, with Gravitas enough? Excuse me, Amanda, who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> no Australian songs of Gravitas. What about this one? Sorry. That's not the one I was thinking of. Is it time for that segment? <laughs> we are going to do Funky Junkies one day. Oh. <laughs> oh, look, Greg Fleet's in later in the week. Okay. What else? Uh, what have we got here? The, the lyrics themselves. I mean, six years. Mm -hmm. So, But she's written it to the tune mm -hmm. of Land of Hope and Glory, which, while not actually the British national anthem, yeah, is like the spare. Yeah. You know, the way Walsing Matilda is our spare. Yeah. It's the one they kind of sing at cricket. Yeah. Land of Hope and Glory. It's Land what they of like. Hope and Glory. But she's only, she's just done the first four lines over and over again. Home to first Australians, joined from near and far, shining light for freedom. That's, freedom! Wait, that's been lifted. That's an American thing, isn't it? The concept shining, of freedom, no, apparently. The shining light. Don't they own it? They copyrighted it, I'm sure. I think they've got the beacon. All ah, right. Well, when I was at the uh, at the Knicks, they sing the national anthem before every American anything. Hmm. And this little kid comes out, 11-year-old, belts out the American national anthem. Halfway through, uh, the guy sitting next to me like just went crazy, leaned over the barrier and went, Freedom! <laughs> freedom for the song! <laughs> So it's taken her six years yeah. to write a patriotic song mm -hmm. 
just five verses, just land of hope and glory, first four yeah, lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. times five. Yeah. And that's taken her six years. <laughs> Valiant into battle, courage to the end, standing firm for freedom. There's that freedom again. Mm. Loyal southern friend. Loyal southern friend. Yeah. That I like. So that's taken six years. Okay. I decided to do it in six minutes. <laughs> see what you had. I decided to see what I could come up with in six minutes. Okay. Couldn't come up with much. This is this took me about a, this is about an hour. I can't tell to try and write a new national anthem. What t- which hour are we talking? Two to three a.m. <laughs> three to four? No, that's reserved for de- uh, watching dealing with Dickinson. All right, four to five. Good writing time. Four to five a.m. So it's tell not going to be as good as Amanda's one because I didn't take six years. Okay, okay. But it's still pretty patriotic. Everybody. A sec tone. <laughs> Imagine what you could do with seven minutes. Yeah, um, and how are you get you know what the best thing about that's gonna be hard for people to play the bomb sound effect live, <laughs> like before the football. So they're gonna be you're gonna have the horns, you're gonna have you times six, some cockneys to help you out, and then one guy with a Game Boy just waiting. Push the button. But no, no wave! No wave! No wave! Higher. We are gonna tot up the injuries and fatalities during the Mexican waves over the weekend. <laughs> That'll be next on Get This. Oh, that's Jet with Rip It Up here at Get This Round the Nation on Triple M, and that's helped expunge Amanda's anthem from my system. <laughs> Why Don't would you blame want to her? Don't blame her, Tony. Why would she do it to Land of Hope and Glory? Catchy. Okay. I think we need to bring back our own national anthem. The Australian National Anthem. Advance. Get that back into our system, okay. shall we? All, all right. right, let's go. Australians all at us forget Amanda's shithouse song. She's written it to a British tune and that's just freaking wrong. Although Amanda's lyrics will appall them over there It's nothing new, we're well used to A fanstone failure here <laughs> That's enough oh, singing Great, live For singing. a week of shows Martin, you get so into it. You're thumping the desk with your pen. You're holding your Spyrex. I'm going to be the first contestant on our new talent segment, Australia's Got Buckley's. <laughs> hey, my sister, my newly discovered mm. sister, is involved mm. in Australia's Got Talent. 
In what capacity? I'm not allowed to say. I'm not even allowed to say what I just said there. Great. But oh. she's coming in on the show right. with her string quartet in a couple of weeks. So the, um, the, you know, the one that plays at the you-know-what parties. Oh, that's right, the orgies. <laughs> Correct. The bunny suit quartet. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're coming in. And I've we're always gonna, loved live music. We're going to do Name That Tune with a string quartet. That's great. That'll be a bit of fun on the show. Some electric six. The show is back on. Yep. In case we, you... Yeah. Uh, we've been... Well, there's not really a lot of marketing going on. For I, us? Yeah, I was asked to do something for... Is there some football in Queensland this week? Is that going on? I have no idea. Look at that. Look I, at the look I on know. the faces. The Non-wrong wrong studio to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon there is. I reckon the... Nikki, um, what was that ad going to be for that they asked me to do? Um, for the rugby. Rugby. You'd be perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said to me, can you write an ad to be shown on the big mm-hmm. screen at the rugby? Good. Why not? But we can't afford to film anything. Okay. So we'll just have to do it with all graphics and, okay. you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. words. Still pictures. And Still stuff. pictures. Yeah, that's all right. We can do that. And I thought what would be good okay. would be to get people reacting. Yep. You know, because they're full of frustration not being able to do the way. Yeah, I know. So get them booing. Booing's good. So I decided the ad would be... Uh, we'd like you to, um, you know, vocally mm. uh, register your approval or disapproval for all these figures from history. Mm-hmm. I thought we could flash up Hitler. <laughs> yeah, boo. <laughs> That'd get some booze at boo. the footy. Boo. Uh, Who's that? Mussolini. Boo. Who's yep. that? Uh, Kyle Sanderlands. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and then us and see where we fit into uh-huh. that kind of... That's a great idea. <laughs> came Wait in this a morning. second. So you're saying you put our photograph up. Yeah. And let the people decide they want to boo yeah, Wouldn't it be I an would, I'd love to be there for that. Time slot to be on there as well. I'd love that. I was told can't use pictures of celebrities. Can we use drawings of celebrities? Is Hitler a celebrity? Is he A-list He's now? certainly influential. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm, let himself go, though. So, but, you know. Got a muffin top. Maybe me just describe. <laughs> Hitler's got muffin top. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm reading. You heard it here first. That's what I'm reading. Uh, okay. So we're not doing. You're not doing that. No, and but there's still. I understand. So what are you that, doing instead? Well, I think we've just got to keep the Mexican wave going. Yeah, uh, and somehow attach ourselves to that because you can't stop the wave. You Did can't. you notice that? You can't stop the wave, Todd. I was watching the news last night, and I really watch anything that's said at the football. I oh, know. Or was it the cricket? No, it's cricket, Todd. Okay. <laughs> and this is what they said. They went, and this was on the Melbourne news. Yeah. Pro wave advocate <laughs> Matthew Newton. Was right behind the Mexican wave. Did you see this? Yeah, picture? I saw the story, yeah. And it's another guy who's wow. like the save the wave guy, and his name is Matthew Newton. Is that the guy that got arrested that had wave.com mm. yeah. on his on his, yeah. on his his chest? But when they said this on the news, it, the shot of him was like a long shot, right. and it was just a bloke with his shirt off and save the wave written in felt pen. He's leaping around like a maniac. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's the Matthew Newton. And I'm going, this is a genius PR move. <laughs> Look, everyone loves him now. But they're carrying him from the thing aloft. Hello. This is the best move. This must be a Marks and Sparks deal. <laughs> but it turns out it was a different Matthew Newton. And the wave. Um, mm. See, people have been emailing in. We were sort of joking about oh, injuries during the wave. Mm. But as uh, Trin Doe says to us, mm. it's like being caught at the beach. You see the wave coming. And all you can do is raise your arms and anything in your hands gets hurled into the air by the force of the wave. Ask Cavalli. I'm sure he eats while he's standing in the water at the beach. <laughs> oh, that's a real wave. <laughs> Wait a second. Sorry, she's changed. <laughs> changed horses midstream there. What's going on? Kind of so, because I've yeah. never been to the sports, I didn't realise. So people are holding things and you've, you haven't got time to put them down? No. You just see the wave coming yeah, and it's, yeah. oh, no, my collection of tiny porcelain figurines <laughs> destroyed forever. My glass menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Tone. So good on you, Matthew Newton. Good, well done. Keep it coming, pal. And good on you, uh, was that Trindo? Yeah. The weird kind of mm. me standing in the beach eating? I'm not sure she, just, she knows you love Listen to Listen to this. Cecilia took a call, uh, on, I think on Friday, when we were talking about the wave, and the guy just rang up and said, the reason that guy got hit in the face with a pie is because he wasn't participating. <laughs> so it was a punishment pie to the face. They've got snipers. <laughs> snipers standing by. Pies at the ready. He's in his bang. <laughs> I saw a guy. They can hit you with a pie from 70 metres. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. And what I like, some of the pictures in the newspaper, you've got 200 people in the picture, mm. about 150 of them up. And like the police are watching every single person, and then about sixteen of them just sitting down because you know safety in numbers. But who's going to be the one to jump up you in just front of the cops get, yeah, when yeah. you could get arrested? Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. I mean, 
you know, when the judge comes into the courtroom, all rise. It's going to be a, a wonderful picture, of Everybody's course. Everybody's up. That's good. Yeah. All rise. Everybody jumps up That's in unison. That's great. A, a wave in the courtroom for the people convicted of doing the wave at the football. <laughs> Good ideas and plenty. We had so many good ideas in our first week. Yeah. A lot of people weren't listening. I met people over the weekend didn't know we were back. Who? Um, well, he didn't give his name and he was only wearing a pair of black jeans. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Not even footwear. <laughs> and this was like in a restaurant too. <laughs> but he did claim to be a big fan of the show and said, could we give him a shout out? There it is. There it is. Shout out to you. Hello, anonymous man black wearing only black jeans. <laughs> On his way to leap off a jetty would be my guess. Hello, hello, to anonymous men everywhere wearing only black jeans at the moment. But I tell you, with you, the people who were listening last week are registering their support for your idea, Ed Cavalier. Which was if you're going to the airport yeah. and you, you know, oh, having yeah, your bags yeah, weighed, yeah, 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 yeah. the figure should be you yeah, yeah. and your bags. Yes. Yep. So the smaller you are, the more luggage you could take. Got on. to credit my homeboy Josh Zepps. It was his idea. That's a I'm good just idea. Floating it. It's a great. Isn't it? mm. I think we sussed out. Was it was it Robbie Coltrane in an actual car he yeah. could take with him? No, no, no Robbie no. Coltrane pencil case. Pencil case. John Cooper Clark car. <laughs> okay, sorry, I've worked it out. Another now. plane. John Cooper Clark, a smaller plane to put inside that one. I get the. <laughs> By the time I work out the maths, it breaks over. I get the feeling it's somehow discriminatory and offensive. Oh, okay. And if I could say the word discriminatory, I'd say it properly. You know, I would, listeners. Mm. There'll be more words mispronounced coming up next on Get This. Oh, look, that sounded good. Harvey Danger. Flagpole sitter here at Get This. Is that around rude. The- by the way? I don't know. It's, you know, any sort of flag thing yeah. this oh, week yeah. and last week. That's right. <laughs> okay. Know. I think it is. That's what Amanda Vanstone's up to with her song. She's trying to counter the bad reputation Ellen Jones has given the flag. Oh, the flag wave. Or at least on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Cavalier, you were in the paper over the weekend. Let's get this, by the way. Ross Noble's in in the next hour. Cool. Talk rubbish with, with that. Us. What were you uh, up to uh, in the social pages? Twice I saw you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Snapperats. Oh, was I in snapperats? <laughs> yeah. God, they must have been desperate. <laughs> I noticed and, that too. And, and honestly, they were because I was at a, I was at a, you know, a nice a party. You know, a friend of mine put it together. Said, mm. would I like to come along? I said yes. I took John. Yes. Take him out in the town, see how he goes. Your ex flatmate. Well, my ex flatmate. Uh, took my homeboy Christian. Yeah. So we all we all went from neighbours. Yeah, yeah, from neighbours. Oh, Plays you, Will. So on you're the... getting a bit of a rat pack together. A beefcake. I think you might be right. Well, he, yeah, he's you know he's all man. Uh, <laughs> and we and we showed up anyway. So what happens is that I, I didn't know this, but the photographer comes around and just kind of grabs two people who don't know each other. Yeah. So Christian kind of gets wheeled around mm. each pretty girl at the you know at, at, at the thing, mm. and then they ran out of that. Then Michael Klim was there, and he'd ran out of photographs. Right. And I honestly saw the photographer talking to one of the other people, looking down the list, shaking their head like, there's nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> and then and then uh, someone sort of said, you know, and they've come over and they've gone, um, are you someone? And I went, oh, not really. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just sort of here. And he went, okay, yeah, that'll do. And then just <laughs> right, handed me somebody, here, have a photo with her. We had a photo. And then you introduce yourself after you've had a photograph posing as like each other's best mate. Well, you did it really cleverly too because you, you sort of played to the photographer's left, which means that your name runs first in the caption. Oh, is that is what that, you do? Is that what I do? Well, that's an old sort See, of... See, yeah. these are the Tara Moss tricks <laughs> that <laughs> we have to master if we're going to get some damn publicity for this show. All right. That's great. Yeah. So what do you do? You stand on the left, so you're first in the yeah, caption. Yeah, so you're Ed Cavalier, comma, oh, I'm bored Shake now. a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're going to shine, brother. <laughs> All right. Let's write that down because we're going to do it. Hey, you know what? Every single time I'm at something, I'm going to try and get in the left of photos. That's good. Because yeah. I remember at the uh, premiere of Boytown, they've grabbed yeah. me and Marty Sheargold oh, yeah. and gone two near celebrities equals one celebrity, so <laughs> oh, we'll get a shot of them. And you walk past, and I've grabbed you and put you in the middle, yeah. and the guy's taken the photo, and then you've walked off, and the guy's gone, great, okay, now that he's gone, I'll take the photo. <laughs> oh! And he'd just been pretending to take it when you were there, because he didn't know who you were. Is that right? It's a harsh, cruel world, the snapperazzi. Tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> Never been so insulted slash relieved in my life. <laughs> we mentioned the other Matthew Newton earlier. Uh, yeah. The Newtons, it seems, are under siege, according to the Melbourne Age this morning. Uh, someone has broken into Bert oh, and Patty's on. house, vandalised Bert's car, and listen to this, wrenched off the petrol flap from Bert Newton's car and poured water in there. Why? See, that's yeah. a particularly nasty piece of work. Yeah. You so, put sugar or water in a yeah. petrol tank. In these days... Pouring water into yeah. Bert Newton's car—that's yeah. misuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fine right there. <laughs> what would 
It's a ridiculous thing. How, how does that work? What, you just pour? Why would you do that? I mean, would you... Does it stop the car working? Yeah, no, it's not good for the engine at all. Uh, you put anything in the petrol tank. But besides. imagine breaking into someone's garage to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to steal the car. No. I'm just going to tip water into the petrol. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's environmentally it's unfriendly. going to be awesome. And John Howard is right behind the environment, as we pointed out last week. It's new. He's ha- just heard about it and he's, he likes it. <laughs> that water <laughs> scheme he's working on. Have a listen to this. It is important that we maintain the momentum of this national plan. What, the momentum of your 25 years inactivity? <laughs> got to keep that momentum going. <laughs> got to keep that non-ball rolling. Uh... Environmental oh, issues. I did have something no. here. Oh, look. One of our listeners, Dave Burton, has written in. Have they done it again? They are always doing They've it. They've done it again. They've cracked it. Where we fail, they come good. <laughs> this is for our environmental segment, What's Melting Now? Ah, good. It's actually now what's melting, but okay, fair but enough. But you'll let him go this time? Global <laughs> Not warming. Not again, son. One <laughs> chance and then you're out. Global warming is caused by too much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. The solution is simple. Drink more and more carbonated drinks and use our bodies as carbon dioxide storage facilities rather than release it into the atmosphere. Jeez. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Doesn't that create, like, a methane problem? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Is that equally as damaging? Yeah. Well, see, as soon as I see Ed's brow furrow in any way, I get worried. So he's a lot smarter than me, and he wraps his head around them. We're stuck with the carbon monoxide, or carbon dioxide, welcome to science world. Yeah. (laughs) The carbon dioxide's going in one end, but the methane out there. It's like one of those pencils where you put a lead in one end and a little lead comes out (laughs) the other. It's not going to work. Are you saying this isn't going to work? We're going to have to go back to the drawing board on global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, actually. (laughs) That's been struck out. All right. You know what? I knew I didn't like him. As soon as he got the name of the segment wrong, (laughs) I thought, this is going to be rubbish. Don't worry. We we will have global warming sussed by the end of the month. Rubbish. You know what? Email back in when you've invented a giant space mirror. (laughs) But not before. <laughs> More love coming up next. Get this. Unnecessary and un-Australian. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. With me, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalli, Richard Marsley. Thank goodness we're back on so I don't have to listen to any more descriptions of the surreal life. <laughs> 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 That's a great... You're missing the surreal life on Fox. I think it's a couple of years old now, isn't it? Yeah, well, the series that I saw recently, they had a marathon yeah. on Fox Talent. It was the Eric Estrada, Tammy Faye Baker... <laughs> Um, and some Playboy model. Oh, right. Well, that's, she's got a name. <laughs> I've, no, but I forget <laughs> Body her name. of work. No, but there's so many of them. It's very difficult to... <laughs> Aren't so many. The uh, one uh, I saw was uh, a nude mini-me. Oh, come on. Driving a little sort of motorised wheelchair around the especially house. Made, especially made. Just urinating in the corner. <laughs> oh, come on. Very disturbing footage. Nikki is nodding. She's seen I it. I saw it. I saw it. It was very disturbing. Uh, <laughs> what's the premise of the show? Is that it? Did he win? Crap <laughs> celebrities locked at a house yeah. is the premise of the show. I reckon we- that's where I'm headed. Do you think so? Are we already at this early stage? I reckon. I've, I've got a funny feel. Every now and again, I wake up in a cold sweat. Because I will have dreamt that it's me and Marslin, like in in like F list rowboat. Oh. Where we're, me and Marslin. <laughs> F list rowboat. <laughs> we're like write we're, that down, Nikki. Great. F list rowboat you know, coming up. Like, on get this. Myself and Marslin and somebody who had like five minutes presenting football one year. Yeah. We're all like in a rowboat in a series of rowboats trying to race to an island, but they've stuck holes in our boat. Oh, I thought maybe we were it's just a knockout in a style, like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, like cabin fever style. Yeah. First person to get eaten wins. This is where you guys are going to end up. I reckon. Don't worry, I'll call you from my country radio station. <laughs> uh, in between uh, the dam levels, I'll do across to you guys. That's not for a couple of years. Okay. We need music. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I've, uh, I've I've hung up the uh, I've hung up the synth and I've hung up the guitar. I, nothing's in. You know, I'm just not. Uh, just got a block. So here comes something oh, else. Oh, good. Somebody else. Someone better than me. <laughs> New York. That'll be uh, our friends Eskimo Joe here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Let's get straight up Talkback Mount. Yodel along if you want. Yodel along if you want. Look, today, according to Ed Cavalier, the topic is... Mm. What would you do all the time if you could? Yes. Nicely done. <laughs> I know what people. So, what's the FM version of that? If they, if I was to, you know if I was going through the razzle dazzle filter, yeah. If I had the blue sky session, what would that? My original idea was, what would you do all the time if you could? What would it come out as? Hot stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Something short would pa- be the answer. Pay your bills for a year. 
Something like that. <laughs> Is that a veiled way of saying if it was on a proper radio show? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon we're going to be a proper radio show in about three years. Same. I reckon it might happen. We won't be on it, of course. Uh, what about Adelaide? They love a bit of oh. nudity over there. Wasn't it the nude Olympics, Sir uh, Richard? Yeah, it certainly was. I think at Maslin's Beach, which I think was Maslin's Australia's... Beach? Maslin's Beach or... <laughs> Maslin's Beach. No, no, that's been great for 30 years. But uh, but I think uh, Maslin's Beach was the first uh, nude beach. It's certainly a great film. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Comes on on, uh, Channel 9. Is it a movie? Yeah, Yeah. this is like 11.30 on Channel 9 job. Is it is it fruit? Yeah, it's Fruit City. It's it is around the slot you would see like Houseboat Horror or and don't worry listeners we will get to Let Me Not. What's that? It was an Australian film shown on Channel 9 over Christmas. We have never had as much correspondence about okay. one film okay. as we have about that. We'll, I got to see it, it. We need some clips. But was there coverage on the news over the weekend? Can Richard? I just say quickly yes. that uh, my friend Robert Fogden, who was the manager at the video store, I used to work in oh, Sydney. Oh, Fogdo? Yeah, Fogdy. Uh, if you're listening, Fogdo, what's going on? Uh, he um, he wrote a film, uh, an adult feature called yeah. Centerfold. Right. Got nominated for an AFI. Is that right? Beaten by Gallipoli, but... <laughs> oh, back in the early... Still up for one, yeah. Right. Fruit City. He said that he wrote a thriller, yeah. but they shot... Poor news. So you're telling me, hang on, I'm just trying to work out the chronology. 1980. Profitably. Competing with Peter Weir. Yeah. 1993, working in video shop. <laughs> Managing and doing a bang-up job. Uh, that's, I reckon, 2010 for us. <laughs> it's a bit of a sad show today, isn't it? I'll be back it? We're looking into the future too much. Oh, gosh. Let's look into the immediate past. Okay. Adelaide, did the news cover it with a lot of puns about oh, yeah. tackle and yeah, just yeah. play a clip from the news? As you'd expect, there's plenty of knockers in the crowd, but at least the competitors here don't mind being stripped of their dignity. The men would have a bit of wind resistance downstairs. Depends on how well endowed you are. <laughs> There's an event for everyone at the Nude Olympics, not just the bare essentials. Naturalists at Adelaide's Maslin Beach pressing flesh in events like the discus and flag race. Oh. The flag race? You just, the guy writing that just couldn't keep up with his own <laughs> ideas. Um, knockers in the crowd. Olympic rings. <laughs> parallel bars, white pointers. Oh, my God, I'm spent. <laughs> Okay, so that's something that people would do all the time if they could. Oh, Be man. nude. What would you do all the time if you could, Ed? Uh, hang out with the reporter on that uh, story. <laughs> now, I would, um, I'd play that game. Yesterday I went to a sweet pool party, right? <laughs> yes. And one person stands up one end of the pool yeah. and uh, throws a tennis ball to a, a waiting throng mm. in the shallow end, push and shove, who can catch it. Right. I would just, I, honestly, I could have played. I was the, when everyone had finished the game, I was like, no, nah, let's, I know it's dark, but come on. <laughs> Just a couple more chucks. <laughs> I could just do it. I, lo- I I forgot. I haven't done it for a while, and I could just all day, every day. Wow, that's easily pleased. I love it. Yeah, I just, the wet tennis ball is a great. It's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing <laughs> weapon. It's a it's a friend. It's your enemy all of a sudden. It <laughs> sucks. I got hit in the neck. It hurt for a bit. Look at that badge of honour. <laughs> what would you do all the time if you could, Richard? Well, uh, Cecilia, who works on the show, what? had a... Uh... You do Cecilia all the time? <laughs> I say, I say. She's applauding. It's a thumbs up. <laughs> um, she had a fancy dress party on Saturday oh, night. Oh, yeah. Didn't, but that's okay. Um, oh. No, we weren't well, invited. Yeah, no, I had well, to I didn't wing see man. I had to go and wingman. Talk mm. to some very boring people. But it was a French motif, and everyone came dressed as Three Musketeers and mm-hmm. uh, someone from the Tour de France. And, mm-hmm. and you, Mr. Marston? Well, you, I went sir? as Frank and Furter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, <laughs> Did you just? No, I misread the invitation. No, I just went in that Lacoste top. I was thinking about something like that. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah, that's all I. But it was great. All, that's all you had on? I like the idea of theme day. string made of onions. And the, the volleys with the camera in them, <laughs> ready to go. I like the idea of themed days, though. Here's what I do all the time, if I could. Watch HBO's The Wire. Oh, we go sure. on about Deadwood and The Sopranos, but almost as good, possibly better, as The Wire. Going out at midnight <laughs> on Channel 9 on Mondays at the moment, it's not a jot of publicity. Yeah. Not a jot. This is a show... Voted best show of the year. Entertainment Weekly. By Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, it's a terrific show. I'm, I've just, uh, I've just finished. I'm knees deep in. I've just finished the second series. It's brilliant. Oh, would you watch it all the time if you could? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how many series is it in? Four seasons? Four seasons. They're yeah. running the third at the moment on mm. Channel 9. Mm. People who love the show had no idea. There's not even, like, reporters aren't even doing little capsule boxes on the I know, Tonight's Viewing. What's yeah, that I know. about? I don't know. 
I don't know why they're not promoting midnight shows. I just I don't understand it, <laughs> It confuses me. <laughs> what would you do all the time if you could? Call us now, one triple three five three. It's all very well, you two. But we are up Talk Back Mountain here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. We're asking, what would you do all the time if you could? Who's going first, Ed? Hi, Daniel. Hey, good day, guys. How you doing? Really good, sir. Uh, what would you do all the time if you could? Uh, I'd love to watch Deadwood 24-7. Good idea. <laughs> I would love to be Al Swearingen. You'd like, oh, you'd like to be Al Swearingen. It's yeah, not just old. us, is it, Daniel? There's other people out there who are... Oh, I've got Series 1 and 2 on DVD. <sighs> I watch Series 3 on Foxtel. I'm hanging for this year's one. Oh, there's talk about the, you know... There's not going to yeah. be a fourth series at this oh, stage, Daniel. That's it. I'm finished. So you're going to wind it up finished. with two telly movies. <laughs> I've peaked. And where can you get one of those suits? Do you reckon you could, you know, oh, you've... There's got to be one somewhere, doesn't there? Go to Sovereign Hill. <laughs> Sovereign Hill. <laughs> Daniel, I would love it if you showed up in Sovereign Hill, dressed as Al Swearingen, trying to start order people about. That would be wonderful. I would like to think that the fourth series of Deadwood could be shot at Sovereign oh, Hill. There we go. <laughs> be taking care of that village idiot pretty quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey... Come on, Tony. You've got, you got some production people there, you know? Get it going. You can't, Tony. <laughs> well, I'll see what we can do. Your movie went gangbusters. Yeah. We have one production person, Matty Dow on the Pots yeah. of Fans. I don't know if he's capable of assembling a theme park. Of course he is. We'll put it to him. Uh, thanks, Daniel. G'day, Nick. G'day. Uh, well, what would you do all the time if you could, sir? I'd like to sing all day. Yes. Wearing a cape. You'd like to sing all day wearing a cape. I'd love to live in a musical. It'd be the greatest fun. Which, which, uh, which musical would you like to live in? Oh, Mary Poppins, I think. Awesome. <laughs> what I'd about love dr- to fly a kite. Are you going to play Mary? Or, uh, you know, like I said, maybe Mary's got a friend who comes. I'd Nick. be that the Dick Van Dyke dude. You'd be Dick Van Dyke. Can we hear your English accent, Nick? I don't really have an English accent. Well, you and Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, uh, uh, yeah, I guess the wearing a cape, you'll have to wait till April. We'll send you a cape in April, Nick. <laughs> the singing bit, that's up to you, brother. Yeah. Uh, hello, Martin. Hey. What would you do all the time if you could? Paid holiday. Really? Oh, paid holiday. I hate holidays, Martin. I get, bo- I get bored. What did you... uh, I've just been on seven weeks and I could do another seven. Oh. What, what did you do? Uh, not a lot. East Coast of Australia. Yep. Yeah. Melbourne, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Brisbane. Hunter yeah. Valley. Hunter Valley, yeah, right, okay. And what do you do normally? Like, what's your job? I drive a cab. Oh. Ah. Right. Did and you have a fare when you were driving around? Australia? Uh, no, 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 no okay. I was flying around. Uh, ah. is it someone we know. Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence Mooney is driving a cab, doing research for a, a new show. A comedy do you called, reckon. Called where to? If. You know, a week in your life, would that be material for a comedy festival show, do you think? Uh, yeah, no. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck, Lawrence. (laughs) Yeah, best of luck. Uh, Time to make some stuff up. Hey, hey Martin, the cab drivers in Vegas get, like, kickbacks from, like, you know, salubrious venues. Does that happen where you drive the cab? Get what? Kickbacks from, like, you know... Certain venues might pay you to... Yeah, uh, take people there. Yeah, yeah. Does that happen? Yeah. The odd naughty but nice theatre restaurant? Yeah. Oh, no, it's just a hairy checkbook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Don't forget to pop down to the Commonwealth Bank and inquire about the hairy checkbook. Who's going next? Anybody at all? Nobody. Nobody. That man brought the segment to a shuddering halt. Normally our job. That was amazing. Let's wrap this up. Why did I ask him We are more eating. questions? We are eating into Ross Noble time. I'm sorry, listeners. That's who's joining us I'm in the next sorry. hour. Any of my family that might have been listening. After the news. Get this. We're great at patting ourselves on the back for mediocrity. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Do what I want because I can if I don't because I want to. Oh, this is very nice. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the leisurely second hour of Get This, and look who's here. Ross Noble's Hello. joined us. Hello. Uh, uh, a very hot. A very hot Ross Noble. And I'm not saying that in the Paris Hilton sense of the word. <laughs> I bet you are. Just, I've, what, why, did, why would I wear a, a wool shirt? <laughs> why is he wearing a fur coat? <laughs> it's woolen. It's beautiful. It's, it's woven, and I'm too. I was sitting in the car on the phone. Yes, felt like a bit of a puppy <laughs> against the window. <laughs> yeah, 
And so according yeah. to my topic sheet, you want to talk about your plums. <laughs> Let's not. That's not even, I was a bit worried because I listened. I had the radio on there and you went, the fact man. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, God, I've got to come up with some, some interesting Oh, no, facts. no, no. We're going to give you facts. Oh. oh, yeah. And our listeners are going to contribute as well. Oh, okay. Nobody knows more unusual facts than our listeners. Mm. Okay. I've got a great one, though. Okay, it's yeah, all I did, coming I did, up. I did think of a good one. This <laughs> show is it's loaded. It's in the barrel. All I've got is Ross Noble, unusual Usual facts and plums written on my topic sheet. <laughs> Sounds good. That's an hour of radio. Get this. Had to be Tal Buckman, son of the bloke from Buckman. Turn her over, John. There you go. Oh, BTO. Oh, look, Ross is here, Ross Noble. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a big BTO fan. Oh, yeah. I love Overdrive. He's the, un- the underrated one. Yeah. Is that his name? No. That was, yeah. That was for people that know the song. I'm one just me bigging myself up. Oh, he ain't in nothing yet. <laughs> like I've been performing acrobatics in the studio and you went, oh, the record's finished. You ain't in nothing yet. Look at me spin. We've had enough acrobatics today. Mm. What about, What are you doing? You're driving around the world on a motorbike. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to do this tour, uh, 100 dates around Australia on my motorbike. And 100 I'm dates? 100 dates, yeah. Mm. But not just cities, everywhere. Mm. We've like got a Chuka. We've got a Chuka here. And yeah. But go f- further down. Look, I'm going to... Scroll I'm, down here. I'm going to be down... <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's actually not on a computer. He's on a scroll. <laughs> Old style. There's no computers in here. Ross, this, Ross has given me a parchment <laughs> to look at these Parchment Monday at Triple yeah. M. Um, I'm going right up the top end Why as well. Oh, oh, fantastic. Yeah. And um, so basically, I've got a thing on my website, which is rossnormal.com.eu. There we go. And um, I want to basically meet... Everyone in, in Australia. Australia, yeah, <laughs> take a number. So, so go on my website and we uh, there's a little section, and you can just send me an email. And if you've got, if you're suitably mental, <laughs> is, the, is the word. I just want to meet the oddest people, that, uh, and I'm going to make a documentary. So basically, just yeah, let me know, and I'll come and visit your house. <laughs> Any ideas, Ross? Of like an ideal? Who, who's your ideal Ross Nose visitee? I'm Ross looking Noble for visitee. somebody that has like a shed and is up to something. <laughs> in the shed. Well, I'll anyway. send you some of our listeners' emails. <laughs> yeah, which, is, which is why I'm on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if anyone's going to provide me with interesting, interesting things, oh, I'll, uh, I hope so. they've yeah. got a lot to say. Our listeners, you did a series, a radio series called Ross Noble Goes Global. Yeah. How many series of that have you done? Uh, two, I think. And they're on CD. You can get them through the yeah. through your website, I'm yeah. assuming. Well, I think you can listen to them for free because oh, okay. the BBC haven't fully worked out. They haven't fully worked out the commercial possibilities. Right. Like they release things on CD, and then they go, oh, you can just go on the internet and listen free. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're on bbc.co.uk or something. Well, I, I got the CDs from Amazon, yeah. and it's almost, is it like a new idea? It's its like a new radio format, essentially. What, like the ladies' magazine? <laughs> like new idea? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It Pictures is. of me with Beck and Layton's baby. <laughs> and with <laughs> with yeah. boob dents and baby bumps all over. It's unbelievable. Uh, what do you do? You go to a town, uh, you walk around all day with a tape recorder, yeah. interviewing people and making observations, yeah. then you do a gig that night. Yeah, and it's just what happens then. But, but the format for the show is intercutting between the walking around yeah. and the gig. And that's, yeah. I was listening to that going, is that like the first new idea for a radio format in like 30, um, 40 years? The, the, the thing is, though... Uh, it was in foreign countries as well. Yes. So that's oh. the. So it was kind of I was performing in front of like Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of. Yeah. What are you open with for Belgians? It's so hard to know. There's like <laughs> the the best one was we did this gig in uh, in a township in South Africa. Yeah. And these are literally people that live it just like they live under plastic. And I said, can can we do a gig there? And everyone's going, well, not really, because they don't really have showbiz. What with them being the poorest people on earth. Yes. <laughs> and I went, yeah, but they'd like a laugh. Don't they? So we turned up. There was guys with guns, it's and they were eating sheep's heads, <laughs> and just turned up and did the gig, and they all laughed, and it was all good. And you know, their frames of reference, obviously, you know, when you're wearing egg boxes for shoes, isn't quite. As, I felt like a comedy opera. <laughs> Hey, yeah. wait, are you going to go, uh, how far into the north of Queensland are you going? Right up. Guru? I'm, are you going to Guru where the flooding is? You see, I never know whether this is real places. <laughs> <laughs> the, I always just have this feeling that, that I'm being 
the mix being taken up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going to Bonga Bonga Bonga? <laughs> yeah, if you like. Um, Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm going. I, I go across the Nullumbo, which I can't decide whether it's going to be like a big exciting thing right. or whether it's going to be the most boring motorcycle journey because <laughs> it's just like a thousand miles of straight road. Isn't it's just it? like a cartoon. So, the same powerful yeah, going exactly. past. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, Bonga Bonga Longs very beautiful at the start so of the lovely. year. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. They've got floods in Guru. And listen to how Aussie they are dealing with the floods. The flooding which sent the Horton River into the streets of Guru is supposedly easing, but the locals aren't impatient. Oh, just uh, wet. Um, hey, all right. Nothing to do. <laughs> Drink beer and that's about it. That means wetting your whistle in knee-deep water. Standing out front of the pub, half underwater, still just yeah. having a beer like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Jump on a floating keg, <laughs> try and drink from it as the pressure goes down, like a submarine, like a drunken Captain Nemo. Um, I think uh, I'm going well because I go Nolan Boat and then West, and then I go up that side, yeah. up, the, up that bit there. Oh, that bit's a great bit. I should probably look at a map. <laughs> And yeah, so I'm going r- right up round the top, and then I go to like Darwin, and then yes. Mount Isa, and then across that way. Oh. So all yeah. gold, yeah, and it's going to be good. Did that you and McGregor? Did he do that in his motorbike? Uh, yeah, but the difference between myself and you and McGregor is the fact that like. Uh, he didn't have to be on stage at 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see. So it's the sort of thing where, like, if I'm riding and I've got a thousand kids yeah. to do, I'm going to be like, okay, there's quite a lot of people sitting in a theatre waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, you weren't the young Obi-Wan. That's very mm. true. And I'm still quite sad about that. <laughs> We've got more things to say to Ross Noble. Oh, can I? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Just about, got sorry, sorry, sorry. We're just about to introduce a record. Give some did, sizzle. I was just going to say, did you listen to your own news report before? No, we did. Oh, there was the miss? best quote. A woman who got the hook, she was trying to say, you can probably find it. I don't know if you, if you still got the thing, but yeah. it's, this woman says, put the ball. It's, you meant to say, put the ball in their court. Yes. And she said, Put the ball into their ballpark. <laughs> like she said, it's a ballpark thing, and it, and she got all confused. She went, so it's time to put the ball into their ball ballpark. <laughs> no, you put the ball into a court. It's a general ballpark figure. Don't yeah. combine the two. <laughs> on the on the actual Triple M news, it's yeah. innovation. Yeah. That's tested what, well, Ross. That's it sizzle, tested that's, well. That's, okay. that's sizzle in reverse. <laughs> I sizzled something that hadn't that had already been cooked. De-sizzled. And we'll be talking about the Vietnam War. We'll be sizzling that backwards next on Get This. All right, that'll be the John Butler trio here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with... Funky tonight, Ross Noble is here. Were you just telling Ross about our segment, Ed? <laughs> Funky junkies. It sounds like the greatest segment ever. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bit offensive, possibly. We love the theme. Peter Andre on vocals. Yeah. And abs. Nice. Uh, just describing odd junkie behaviour we've yeah. seen in the street. Yeah. I think if we were to make up behaviour, that would be offensive. No, no, no. It has to, oh, oh, so it's okay if we describe actual behaviour. I think if we're reporting yeah, the agree. actual, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, you, you, what you're doing this, you're providing a service. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an anti-drugs message. <laughs> that is yeah. true. That's, that's, the, way, that's, that's, that's the way to put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right there. Because Problem I solved. bloke at my uh, shopping centre... Junkie stole the guitar of the busker and b- didn't have the strength to get more than about three shops away before the busker tackled him. <laughs> See, fitness and junkies. <laughs> That's like the best American wrestling ever. <laughs> the junkie and the busker. <laughs> it's the junkie. And then busker comes in. But to the streets of London by Ralph McTell, you know. <laughs> it's the busker. Have you seen the old man outside the Siemens mission? And then just the junkie just in the corner, just of the ring, just like leaning against the road. Maybe he's banging his head slightly against the padded area. You know? Is that an anti-drug message right there? It's wonderful oh, radio. Yeah. It's wonderful yeah. television stage show. What did we, you... You, you know what I can't stop laughing at though is but you know how, and nobody's heard of the drug ice. Oh in, yeah, in the UK, you know, it's oh, huge really? here. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've we're got all some, on it here, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> we've got something first for us. Yeah, yeah, it's the premier, the world premier. <laughs> Eat our dust, England. <laughs> and it's you know, and I've tried to explain it because people go nuts on it, don't they? They mm, smash the players up and stuff. <laughs> but I can't stop laughing now every time I see a poster that says Disney World on ice because <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It just puts the whole thing, you know, into a completely different. You know. that, that goofy knows where to get the good gear, though. Yeah, you know, at the magic mount. <laughs> just, you know, you can't, 
you just can't look at them in the same way. Uh, Ross Noble is touring round mm. on a going to everywhere tour and Under filming dates. bits of it for a documentary. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When I was growing up, because we talked about old English comedy the last time you were here, yes. and there was a fair bit of uh, gratuitous Blakey wood. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Which all of our guests seem to indulge in. And I nearly brought you, but unfortunately I left it in the UK because I'm an idiot, but I nearly brought you a, a video which I've got, and I'll bring it next time I'm, once I've been back. Rosie Dixon, Night Nurse. Have you ever seen that film? What is that? It's like with Robin Asquith, and he's, he's like, he goes round the place, and it's like a, you know, it's it's a nursing college, and he's the, he's the likely <laughs> character. Yeah. Who are Robin from... Uh, Robin Asquith, you is, know, who is he in Doctor in Charge? Uh, no, he's. Um, I'm thinking of Robin Nedwell. Right, it's, it's <laughs> see Asquith. Sorry, I interrupt. So yes, no. Once you, you get into the old British comedy, okay. the names come up. But when I was a kid, there was no live. Com- You're about to go to New Zealand. Yes, and now you can do like there's comedy venues, mm. but there was no comedy venues. You could only go to a theatre mm-hmm. to see live comedy. Maybe Billy Connolly might come to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too blue for the kids. So the first ever live comedy I saw, one bloke standing in a microphone in a theatre. I've got the program. I've brought it in, oh, Ross. Brilliant. How old were you, Tone? I was. Uh, I would have been about Dick Emery. fifteen. <laughs> Dick Emery. Oh, you are old. I'm gonna like you. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> Live on stage at the Founders Theatre in Hamilton for any New Zealanders listening. That's quite scary because, like, all the theatres that I'm playing in New Zealand have still got these posters (laughs) up. (laughs) Wondering when he's coming back. Oh, there's all the characters there. Petty. She was the one that. Yeah. Yeah. um, Oh, you are awful. Yeah. Um, And. uh, Lampwick, the grumpy old bugger. Yeah, which. Where was the. Oh, that's it. Clarence. What was Clarence's go? Oh, what was his. Where's the vicar? Where's the vicar with the teeth? Oh, it's a fold-out. Surely the vicar <laughs> with the teeth, which was later. So what would he do? Would he have? To, would there be a little break when he went and got changed? Or Yeah, there would be uh, some, you know, origami or something, <laughs> balloon folding on stage <laughs> while Dick Emery got into a new character. Oh, yes, this is uh, this is his uh, sport acts here, isn't it? Laurie D. <laughs> Grey Bartle. I don't know who those people are. But look, it folds out into a picture of Dick Oh, <laughs> look a at that. way too big picture of Dick <laughs> Look at that. And he's not... He's, he's gone for the old... The old thumb on the chin. The old thoughtful pose. Do you think that there's somewhere... There's Ooh, just I am thoughtful. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Have you heard... I must have told you the... Uh, you love this story. Have I told you the story about Danny LaRue and his dog? No. <laughs> oh, no. brilliant. There's a... As a, as a, well, there's two Danny LaRue, because he's got this little dog that he carries around with him every <laughs> tiny little sort of yeah. chihuahua thing. And, Has he been um, doing this for a while? Oh, for years. He like, might have invented it before Hilton and all those. Oh, he was doing it way back. When it wasn't when, cool. Yeah. And and uh, Danny, if, you do, if you're not familiar with the work of Danny LaRue, he was a, a female impersonator. Ah, and, good. Uh, he was, in fact, the person that gave Ronnie Corbett his first ah. his first break <laughs> in his club. And anyway, okay. that's not relevant to the story. <laughs> and there's a there's a theatre, the Winter Gardens in Bournemouth, uh, mm. south coast of the UK. And um, I was there, he was in the dressing room, and there's like this patch on the floor. And the old bloke who's been there for years, he's saying, see that patch on the floor? <laughs> right, yeah. Danny Rue's dog's pissed there. <laughs> now, I'm not sure why he's telling me this. Like, is he telling me it because, what, like, he goes, don't start, you know, it's happened years ago. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a safety warning. Yeah. yeah, or whether he's going, hey, secret piss, that. <laughs> but Danny Maybe Leroux, he was inviting you, Ross, to, if uh, you felt like it, to contribute. add to the legacy. Uh, I see what you mean. <laughs> I thought you meant go down, give a little lick and go, Danny Rue, was that his dog? Oh, um, that's so, a bit more Jack Smithers <laughs> than LaRue. <laughs> So, LaRue's got this little dog, and he's he's gone into a, a, a tailor, yeah. and he's very camp, and he's gone, I'd very much like a little dog, I'd like a little coat for my dog, a jacket for my dog. And and he's, the, the bloke's going, well, you're going to bring the dog in, and, and I'll measure it. And he goes, LaRue went, measure my fingers, measure my fingers. And he's holding the, like, he hasn't got the dog with him, he's, he's holding his fingers up like that, like the size of the dog. The bloke goes, all right, and he goes, he's about this tall. And the guy goes, well... I, you can't just guess. You measure my fingers. Measure my fingers. And, and like, in, in the end, the guy goes, look, you're really going to have to bring the dog in. And Johnny LaRue went, what? And spoil the surprise? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's classic British comedy. It certainly it is. is. Good on you for that. <laughs> What's the theme that? music you've queued up? Oh, hang on. Oh, <laughs> 
In the words of Blakey, this segment was due out ten minutes ago. We'll be back with unusual facts in just a moment. I'll get this. Get this. Sure, love it. quite enough of that, thank you. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Yeah, let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Ross Noble's here. The conversations just continue off here. We were talking. There's a new Carry On movie coming out. Yes, it's Carry On, Carry On London, I believe. Oh, did that? I, feel, I feel like I'm like updating you on what's happening in the world of old comedy from the 70s. It's what's true. happening in the, what? What's the rumours in? Uh, what's in, the latest yeah. of 1974? Yeah. But hang on, we'll just get through this for a sec. Who's still alive? Uh, who's st- Barbara a- Windsor. Barbara Windsor's still alive, but of course she's in EastEnders, so... Uh, you know, without uh, Sid James, without a bit of a... Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, Someone she- can pick up the range. Does he have a son? Mm. That'd be good. I think Mick Malloy is as close <laughs> to... <laughs> <Is that laughs> right? yeah. He'd be available. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Sid James never, apparently, like, he, he wasn't allowed any money when he was, because he was such a shocking gambler. Really? His wife used to give him, like, a pound a day. <laughs> yeah. He used to have, like, lunch money. And, yeah. A pound a day. A pound a day. There's a lot of money in them days. <laughs> Take somebody out, have a, have a nice bag of chips. <laughs> Girl, blimey. Uh, whenever Ross comes in, we like to play... It is unusual. It is unusual. Yep. Unusual facts. Oh. You say you've got one for us. I have, yeah. I found out the name of, you know the guy, In a Time. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Trailer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. guy. And he's he's somebody, like, you know, in comedy in comedy terms, he's yes. always referred to yeah. as the gruff guy. The, yeah. <laughs> the inner world <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His name, right? Don Lafontaine. <laughs> Don Lafontaine. Don Lafontaine. Starring he's the gruffest man. Don Lafontaine. See, yeah. he's, he couldn't do his own. He couldn't do his own. His name. Thing. It doesn't yeah, work. Right, right. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> See, that sounds You've good. Never seen comedy like this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and he does all those uh, <laughs> customs classified. You know those oh, yeah, shows yeah, late yeah. at night. The old uh, How did a lizard and a pencil spoil the officers of U.S. Customs? All that sort of. <laughs> you know, Ripley's believe it or not. He does oh, that, you know, yeah. Yeah. We love that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did know. you see where they got the world's the elastic band ball? <laughs> pushed it out of a plane. <laughs> it just fell well, apart. Coming up, that's Don Lafontaine. That's Don's the, work. Yeah. Don Lafontaine. You know that and, that person's been uh, overtaken. There is a new world's largest rubber band ball. No. Yeah, they're going to try to bounce it. Oh, it's going to work this time. They've oh, learned from last time. No. Did but, you But which know? really annoys... Sorry, I was just no, going to say, no. which is, sort of annoys me, because that's taken over as my favourite, like, movie fact... Whereas before that, my favourite oh. movie fact was the um, uh, Harold Lloyd. You probably know this. Harold Lloyd, the, the, uh, uh, the silent stuntman, yeah. uh, high wire yeah. man. Do you know the? Uh, do you know about? You know when he did the uh, yeah. safety last hanging off the clock? Yes, yes. Do you know why that was even more remarkable than it appeared? I think I might, but say it. Go on. I don't. I don't. Because he didn't have any fingers. He didn't have any fingers on one hand. <laughs> what? It lost two of his fingers. What? When yeah. a bomb blew up? Yeah, yeah. On the set of a movie. Yeah. And it, it took his fingers so off. He's got oh, two fingers, the, the, his little finger and his... The ones one you there. need for gripping. Yeah. And so he's got, I'll base my whole career on <laughs> hanging, hanging off buildings. buildings. <laughs> and what he did was, it, like, if you look, he's he's wearing gloves with false fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It is. And this wasn't revealed till he died, and he didn't die till about, like, 1967. Yeah. And yeah. then they fa- presumably just at the mortuary, they discovered he had a special glove with fake fingers in it. Yeah. And in all his movies, and when you look really closely, you can see it. Yeah. Because the fingers are at weird angles. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> do you think that was after after he was cremated and they opened it up and they just found two metal fingers? That's all that was left. <laughs> well, For moments, they thought it was the last insult <laughs> from Harold Lloyd. Yeah, exactly. Hang on a second. <laughs> Come on. Wow. That do you is know a- where that comes from? You know, sticking two fingers up. Do you know where that Where does that if come from? If we're on fantastic. On d- Unusual facts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, drop the fact first. Yeah. Right. Okay, sorry. I was just I thought. <laughs> so you drop the fact good. and then he's and then action he triggered. It. No, it's just the way you pointed at him as if to say, get ready. <laughs> Battle of Agincourt, the uh, uh, archers, yes. the British archers, were, uh, the French were told to cut the fingers off the archers, like capture them, oh, cut really? their fingers off so that they couldn't fire oh, back. Right. And they stood there on the battlements, giving it the two fingers. Giving still, them I've their still own got fingers. Two. Yeah, we've still got two. It is yeah. unusual. Yeah. 
as if to say we've still got our fingers and that's why in the UK the American vulgarised single finger yes. two fingers is the uh, is the order of the day in the UK there because of the battles with the French <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is the only place on earth where I feel smart <laughs> normally people back away from me just going you're, you're an idiot what, what, why do you know these things we love unusual facts listen to this you'd need to add a 6k run to your daily sort of events mm -hmm. in order to equal the average physical exertion of daily life only 50 years ago. Yes. So 1957, really? you'd have to, every day you'd have to run 6Ks just for like normal stuff. Really? Apparently yeah. convicts, when they first came out here, were 180 times more active than we are. Oh, so fit though. Oh, so abs. Fit. Great abs. Yeah. Have you ever tried uh, going to a gym in uh, leg shackles? <laughs> <laughs> it leads to all sorts of problems. <laughs> Yeah. It's a head turner. Yeah, trying to get, trying to find two uh, machines, two <laughs> treadmills together, so that the bloke that you're handcuffed to <laughs> is like one woman halfway through. <laughs> She's halfway through the machines. Excuse me, love. Can you go to the, yeah. uh, the parole so, office? Like, so I only stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> is that the only crime people were sent here for? Have Thanks. you noticed every single person that I speak to, <laughs> whose great granddad was sent to Australia? I'm sorry, some were murderers. Some crazy sexual criminals. <laughs> Every single person that I speak to. Oh, so, uh, oh, no, no, my uh, my granddad moved out here. Uh, no, he moved out here, like, to, uh, you know, 50 years ago. Everyone else, oh, yeah, he stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> stole a loaf of bread? <laughs> was wheat theft, like, the biggest crime. I was good <laughs> bread. It was really good bread. Diamonds in it, yeah, I think. This, this country was founded, was founded on the, on the angry bakers. <laughs> Wouldn't exist. <laughs> Wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the angry bakers. Why isn't that in the lyrics of Amanda Vance? Yeah, those songs? That? <laughs> Founded on angry bakers. Call us with your unusual facts. See mm. if you can startle Ross Noble. One triple three five three. Let's split ends. Let's get this around right. the nation on Triple M. Ross Noble's here. Mm. Seeking to be impressed by yes. unusual facts. Mm. Seeking to be impressed rather than startled, as you said before. <laughs> it's had, too early for a startling. I had visions of just sort of naked people on ladders. <laughs> pull vaulting <laughs> against the window. Oh, but but you did. Stop. You can't pull a vault on a ladder. There's no giving it. I'm an idiot. Climb up the ladder or you use a pole. That's a fact yeah, right, there. right there. Hit it. It is. Unusual. Who's got one, Ed? Hi, John. Hi. Uh, oh, uh, what's your fact, my friend? Um, it is illegal to ride a bike into a swing pool in Bolton Park, California. It is. Unusual. Why would that be? Uh, I'm not sure. It doesn't say so in my trivia book. That's just anti-fun. Yes, yeah. it is. That's a nanny state right there. Not being allowed to ride a bike into a swimming pool. Hmm. Mm. They would have had to have shot Return of the Pink Panther outside <laughs> of California. <laughs> Sorry, that's an unusual and unnecessary fact right there. Have you ever tried that, Ross? Riding a bicycle riding a, into a swimming pool? A bicycle into a swimming pool. I was tempted, actually. A child's... Uh, we used to have a little child's um, uh, tricycle. Yes. Mm. You know, one of those little tricycle things. Yeah. It was on the thing next to our pool, and I thought... I'm going to do that. And then <laughs> as I got on it, I thought, well, one, it's going to make the pool dirty. Yes. And two, it's not very rock and roll, that, is it? <laughs> Child's Trice. It's hardly a Rolls Royce. And potential yeah. plum damage, I would have thought. Oh, so. danger. Oh, watch them plums. <laughs> Who's going next? Hi, Tim. Hi, good day, Ed. How are you going? Really good, sir. What's your uh, fact? My fact is that uh, George Foreman has no <laughs> fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang on. True. Hang on. Where did you hear that, then? Oh, I heard it on the radio a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave it out. You know fine well I invented that fact. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, is that something yeah, you yeah, invented? It's one of yours. In what yeah. circumstances? Oh, I just... Well, because I like to make up... Like, a lot of the... Like, sometimes I like to just make up just nonsense facts. And then just send them into the and community. Send them out. Like and, tagged fish. Yeah, and, and the George <laughs> Foreman one just got way out of control. To the point where I was actually, like, getting death threats from, like, American boxing forums. <laughs> But the best thing of all, and this is probably my proudest achievement ever, is a load of kids in Perth made up stickers, speech bubbles, and stuck them onto the boxes of the George Foreman grills that just said, oh, and by the way, I have no fingerprints. <laughs> you can dust yeah. this grill as long as you want. And nothing. <laughs> yeah. If you look on Wikipedia, it was like it actually said, he does have fingerprints. Don't listen to any internet rumours. Quite angry. Is there anything on your Wikipedia page? Like, have people vandalised your... Um, somebody put on mine that people turn up to my gigs with a... Uh, and it happened at one gig like because people do put stuff on the stage like after the interval I walk on and there'll just be like things <laughs> items that people <laughs> want me to look at and um, but they specified that it was uh 
cat protection society <laughs> mugs or, or mugs from like local universities <laughs> and t-shirts of a certain but it was very specific things <laughs> and obviously like if the same things are on the stage every night it doesn't and I have to go on there and go no this is this happened once yeah. you know he's the so. cat protection mug guy yeah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> so, nice. so you know hey what's yours Tony what are you talking what's on your Wikipedia at the moment well what's happened is they've locked down my pa- when there's too much vandalism <laughs> they lock it down but sometimes it gets locked down with the facts still there. So Brilliant. it claims I'm working on the screenplay for a film called Angela the Dancing Pony. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that there'll be a bit of interest. <laughs> and then I will write that film. But, uh, you're, but you're encouraging people to vandalise it. We are. It's our own fault. Mm, yeah. It's our own fault. But they do lock down. Mm. So when you see the little padlock on your page, that means <laughs> yes. there's, there's been some, some trouble. Fun. Who's uh, got a fact? Uh, hi, Julie. Hello. Um, I have a fact that uh, 85% of second-hand cars have McDonald's chips underneath their seat. It is unusual. <laughs> fresh ones? McDonald's puts there? Oh, they're fresh for many years, I think. Right, right. And are the cars left unlocked in a car yard? <laughs> like if you were really desperate for a cold snack. They actually have to provide, uh, they have to have electric fencing to stop fat blokes. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll go in there, get the chips, drain a bit of grease out of the engine. And that's, <laughs> They're yeah. away. If you go down like one of those pick apart places, <laughs> you go in. Take yeah. a serviette. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got affected? Hi, John. G'day, guys. What's going on? Oh, working. Good. What's your fact, brother? Uh, baby koalas have to eat their mums too, otherwise they can't digest their food when they get older. Wow. Oh, wow. Aren't we, oh, hello. Aren't we lucky that was cut out of our evolutionary chain? Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Mum, <laughs> can you come round? I'm both surprised and startled. <laughs> well, they've got to, hang on, they've got to eat their mum's poo? Why? So they can digest things. How does that, how does that get they're, you ready? Um, there's germs in their mum's poo. Uh, they get in their tummies when they get older. Oh. Uh, uh, Right. It's a bit of an embarrassing meal, though, isn't it? <laughs> and does the, is there any preparation that goes into it? I mean, is it like a, you know, it's just you make some nice patties, you know, and then served up, or is it more like, a, you know, like one of them soft scoop ice cream machines? <laughs> you get told oh, off by yeah. your mum, are you eating my poo? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Finish your poo. Oh, you can't play outside. <laughs> Time for one more fact. Hi, Greg. Hello, uh, gentlemen. How are you, sir? What's going on? What's your fact? Oh, I love this one. Uh, did you know that it's illegal in Switzerland to mow the lawn dressed as Elvis? Oh, it is. Are you serious there? Absolutely. You didn't hear this at a Ross Noble gig? <laughs> Sadly, no. Why? Why would that be illegal? I don't know. I don't know whether it's across the entire country or just in one particular canton, but uh, I just think that they were born one day at council and sat down and thought, what sort of silly bylaw can we write? Mm. Or it was when Elvis was touring and he, uh, he was doing a bit of work on the sly, <laughs> not telling the social security... <laughs> And they went, we've got to cut this out. He's taken, he's taken work away from our local moors. Just put a law in place. <laughs> That's the likely explanation. We don't have time for anyone more, oh, no. but let's hear from Jared. Oh, hello, Jared. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you today? Oh, very good, sir. What's your fact? Um, when bats fly out of a cave, they always turn left. It is. Is there an ordinance or is it a genetic thing, do you think? I'm not sure, but I just know that they always turn left. Yeah. It's one of my fears in life. You know that scene in the movie where the cave looks empty and then all the bats are up in your grill? Well, it's, mm. it's not as scary as you would think, actually, because uh, I know you've probably got to play a record, but I did a gig once in a farmer's barn because it hasn't all been glamour and showbiz <laughs> for me. And it was, I was in a hayloft and as it slowly started to get dark, I could just feel like a sort of a wind at the back of my uh, head uh. and bats flew out. Oh. But the, the great, and it's something I've never created in front of an audience again. There was this thing, <laughs> obviously, because I don't have live bats with me. Not for one of but trying. It was like, I felt like Ozzy Osbourne. There was a, the, the audience, obviously I'm quite high up yeah. in this hayloft and it wasn't the best situation for comedy. <laughs> as you can imagine. The fact that the, the bloke introducing me went, ladies and gentlemen, Ross Noble, and I had to climb a ladder <laughs> to get to the top. And then, but then there was this embarrassed thing where like, like he looked at me as if to go, do I climb down the ladder first and then you come up or do you come up and then and then like the bit where you sort of shake the hand of the compare there was that thing of like he sort of shook my hand but helped me up the ladder at the same time and the, these bats flew out past my head but the audience they were all been laughing they were enjoying you know the fact they were standing in their own 
just dirt in the bottom of this barn. And they all just went, like, they laughed, and it was sort of, ha, 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 ooh. Actual bats. Wow, bats. This guy's and, good. And all I could do was, I just put my hands out to the side, like, da He's a poster. And, yeah, it's bats. But what if we learnt, if you're in... A, a bat-filled gig yeah, or at the yeah. mouth of a cave, yeah. stand, stand on the, the right. Yeah. Avoid the bats. Yeah. Avoid yes. the bats. What a great sign <laughs> to be driving. If anyone makes signs, just make that. Just stick it up, but like in a real sort of suburban shopping mall. <laughs> find the bat. More bat avoidance tips coming up. Thanks to everyone who called up Thank with a fact all. or two. We're running so late and we'll continue <laughs> to do so next. Get this. It is the new scourge. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Let's get this around the nation. We're going to have to go straight to music and we'll be back to wrap things up with Ross Noble. He's got commentary tracks on his stand-up DVDs. Who else goes to so much trouble? Nobody. And then what were you telling us? A commentary? Commentary of the commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. (laughs) (laughs) What sort of things do you say on the commentary of the commentary? It's just me going, oh, this man being quite funny there. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's funny. Oh, look at that. But sometimes stuff that I've just made, you know, because like, you know, a lot of it's just improv on the night and I'll I'll watch it back and I wouldn't have seen it since, you know, since it was (laughs) put together. So I'll be watching it. I'm sat there doing the commentary going, ha, ha, ha. Because I only saw it on the night. <laughs> yes. and it's just, I just sound like I think I'm hilarious. But then on the commentary you know. of the commentary, you could yeah. slag yourself Well, that's what that. I do. On the commentary of the commentary, I just go, I'm really sorry. I just look like some raging egotist. It's because I hadn't seen thought found myself funny. We've got the special extra features for this episode coming up next. I'm getting... That's the Foo Fighters. Is that how late we're running, Mr. Marsland? We always... There's never enough time to talk properly to Ross Noble on your radio program. Oh, what can I do? Sorry. (laughs) You can just come back. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'm coming back through for the uh, comedy festival. What a tour. Is this the biggest... No Australian comedian has ever done as comprehensive a tour of the country as you're about to embark it's, upon. It's made part of my probation for stealing bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm, I'm back in Melbourne for the for the thing. So whenever for the comedy is, festival for the thing in April yeah. for the thing. Yeah, yeah. So but I'll I'll come back in then. But before that, uh, rossnoble.com.au. Dave's everywhere. He's just He's going, going everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Chuka, Griffith, the list goes on and on. If anywhere, anywhere yeah. in the country, I'll yep. be there. And uh, he's keen to get you into his documentary. Now get yeah. in the shed. Get, yeah. get building. Yeah. Build something. There's <laughs> so God many. Coming. We just so many unusual facts we didn't get to. Did you know this, Ross? Jack the Ripper only killed on weekend. Oh, <laughs> nice. You fun. see, and now it's going to be the news. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about this off air. Okay, oh, we'll no. have to get you to come back and play for more. Thanks for coming in. If Ross Noble is your town, go and see him. If you've spot one of his DVDs at the shop, pick that up. It's always gold. Or get onto his own website and order even more Ross Noble things. They're all good. The official. Yes. Bootlegs. You, you can still get those, those yeah, CDs. You, you, I couldn't have asked this for better. This is the greatest <laughs> plug I've ever received. <laughs> and it's well into the next show. Our key phrase today, there were so many to choose from. It could have been... F-list rowboat. Or it could have been... A hairy checkbook. Or it might just be Ross Noble doing a Blakey. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> And we'll be back tomorrow, or is it later today, with Dave Graney. And it's all thanks to As Yet Nobody. Yeah.